0: Yeah,
1: uh, we're in the red. Okay. Of, well, of what? Well, there's like a light that's red. That means it's recording. The display is monochrome. You think it would have cost that much more to just turn this into a color display? I really wish it was a color. Like, it really needs to be a good, like, LCD display. I like that when you're done with it, it's like, see you later, exclamation point. It's Bye! Like, like, computers talking to you should never have punctuation. Why are happy? A computer never yells. It's just always like, thank you. The battery is low. I know, it's but don't you like, w- the
0: battery's low But don't you want don't you want a computer to express some sort of emotion? I mean no, it makes me nervous. Man, you know you what nervous? creeps me out? Like if you if you tell your smart speaker, right, good night. Yeah. It'll it, go Yeah yeah oh yeah. Good night. You know what? I don't I don't want I don't want to have a conversation with you.
1: Oh, I have so many conversations with my smart my smart devices. You do?
0: Yeah. Like what like what is the it's like, why are you not better? Like, how <laughs> long? Seriously, I mean, I what? just want to know. Like, helmet? Uh, searching for that. Yeah. Here's something I found, found on the, the web.
2: web. Walt Disney's Magic Kingdom Disneyland is growing every Ladies day. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, Disneyland, the
1: happiest place on earth. this time, the throw yo. Have you thought about a visit to Disneyland during your vacation? Waste time with your friends when your chores are
2: done. Disneyland is the happiest place on Earth. Join the happy people of all ages. Yes, there's more fun at Disneyland in Anaheim.
0: The happiest country on Earth. Welcome to Bob's and Banter, a podcast about Disneyland, Star Wars, and all the other things the Disney company owns that we love. On this episode, we're talking about California finally gets a break, and offers discounted tickets to Disneyland. But not too fast, because Disneyland Paris is starting to charge more money for the things that they gave away free. Also, we take a look at Star Wars Visions, a anime-inspired series that's coming to Disney+. Plus. And in our main segment, with the release of Black Widow this week, we're headed to the back of the vault to celebrate the 30th anniversary of one of Disney's first superhero films, The Rocketeer. My name is Scott Storm, and with me, my brother on the mic, the lady luck to this podcast, it's absolute Aaron Robbins. Lady luck. Yeah, you're my lady luck. All right. Uh, I'm like, what? I'm the pilot for this and podcast. The and the graphic on the side? Nah, you're like the picture that I give a little smooch to before I take okay.
1: off. Okay, I'm not like the hula girl on the dashboard. Well, I'm, not the be, cool, I'm not the cool, I'm not the bomber graphic on the side.
0: No, you're like my inspiration. You're like, uh, you're I'm the like one that a, keeps me up in the air. All right, right on. You know. Yeah. I'm does, like that a locket. Am, does that make you feel weird? Yeah, you're like in my oh, locket. Really weird, yeah. Super. weird. Yeah, like weird. I got a picture of you in my locket <laughs> and a picture of me. Yeah. And when I close the locket, we're we're really close together. Yeah. Fun. It's, it's not weird, right? No, I like it. No. Yeah.
1: I've always wanted to hang around your neck.
0: Like we're friends. <laughs> yeah. This is
1: what friends do. Totally. Welcome. <laughs> they call to.
0: each other lady luck.
1: Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Welcome to episode sixty, whatever the heck it is. Seven. Eight? Let's go with eight. Seven? Seven. Who knows? 67. Welcome to the show. We've reached the
0: point where we've forgotten what the episode number is. Yeah, but is. that's
1: okay because we got lots of good content to talk about. A very we exciting week and a very exciting weekend. Uh, how was your 4th of July? How was the weekend? My 4th of July
0: was pretty good. Mm-hmm. We l- it blew a lot of things up. Did you really? Is that yeah. true? Yeah, we did allowed, a lot of things. You're up. allowed to blow stuff up in your neighborhood, mm-hmm. and so you did that. We did that. We okay. went over to my in-laws uh, for a little Fourth of July barbecue. Right on. Lit some stuff on fire over there. Came home, lit some stuff on fire in wow. front of our house. Yeah, uh, and then just had a really really nice evening. Yeah, it was uh, it was fun. It was fun. Good. It was a good weekend. How about you? Pretty
1: same. Barbecued some stuff. Uh, our neighborhood is is crazy. You it, said pandemonium. It is pandemonium in our neighborhood our, our the neighbors live across the street are very they're fun loving uh, I think they're in a band, uh, not a okay. ska band. A ska but band? I, One of them, I think, is a drummer in a band, and and we can always count on them for bringing. Is it him. Travis Barker? It's
0: it's not. More did on he him. go to Disney? Went to Disneyland. This More week. on him later. All the internet was buzzing. Yeah, we head. were
1: talking about. That's all I talked to him about over all Friday. I was like, so you, uh, you kissed her in Disneyland? Like, did you pick the spot, uh,
0: Kourtney Kardashian? And, that's and the big news. Kourtney item. Kardashian, right? Yeah, that's the big Disney news this week. I don't know if the big news famous is people that. went to Disneyland and kissed
1: breaking news. Yeah, it's huge. Um, so they're, 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 they're in a band and they're, they're pretty fun. Yeah. And so it started off pretty, they, they start with normal fireworks. So everything's fun. It's like, hey guys. And uh, one of them was It's sort tries, of like
0: chill, like, oh, it's just fireworks. Chill. And, and like, then oh, the ladder comes out.
1: And I'm like, okay, they wanted yeah, to go up higher. Okay. One of them's wearing a Union Jack uh, shirt, which I took as irony. That's, that is ironic. <laughs>
0: yeah. And I know the, the holiday he's celebrating.
1: Yeah. And then the other one was wearing a, a wig and I don't know, a hat and a tank top with an American flag on it and some really tight red shorts. And I was like, this is is awesome. Like, okay. I'm, I'm, I'm into this. Okay. And, and so, and, and Kenny's like, man, they're, they're yelling stuff out there that's making me uncomfortable. I'm like, like what? She's like, I heard you just said something about Florida, man. I'm like, I don't know what that is. And she's like, it's a meme on the internet and it's not good. And I was like, okay.
0: Oh, the Florida man meme yeah. is if you Google Florida man and the date, Yeah, then you will come up with some sort of crackpot story there you about go. a Florida man being arrested for something that happened in Florida on that day. date. Well, I think that's, that is Florida. That's Florida man. man. So
1: that's yeah. what was happening across the street. Yeah. Uh, the greatest highlights were at some point in time somebody yelled, Get me a can of gasoline, I'm going to make a waterfall. <laughs>
0: Oh, this is that <laughs> kind of party.
1: It sounds <laughs> like that. And then in a normal part, this probably gets cut from the podcast, so Wait, sorry. Wait, don't you
0: live with it? Isn't there an HOA? Oh, there you it is. Live it at? goes
1: out the window on 4th of July. Oh, okay. All uh, right. At one point, there was music playing, and you're just going to hear a long beeping sound here if you to the podcast. And one of them, I think, <laughs> and a little bit, stuck a Roman can- started Sky. Are you kidding me? As things were blowing up above them, uh, yeah. And so I was like, "Now nah, maybe we go inside for the rest of it." Lots of Roman candles, lots of things that were exploding over my house. It was pandemonium. It was it was fun and also like, was it? I hope my house is still standing tomorrow.
0: <laughs> Make sure that that insurance payment was made.
1: It was a good time. That is wild. Happy Fourth of July. Yeah, you guys
0: didn't hear any of that, but it was fun and it was crazy, and we had a great time. That's good. I'm happy to hear that. Yeah, uh, I heard a lot of conversation happen between our girls. Uh, over the weekend which is delightful yeah yeah they're um, becoming uh, fast nerd friends yeah they just like, I think they're just talking, talking about life, just the things that they were interested they're interested in. They're like speed friend dating. They're yeah, just <laughs> totally like, let's, are.
1: let's just, I mean, we could cover this at a slumber party or we could do it right now in two years. I'm just going to go through some questions. Pretty Free, pretty easy. Favorite This. Yes. <laughs> yes. Favorite color. Favorite, favorite Pixar movie. Favorite land in Disneyland. Favorite place to stand. Favorite thing to eat. Let's and just, I was just get like, it all out of the way let's right now. get it now all out there. So we
0: can establish a firm base with which to build a deeper friendship on.
1: Yeah, yeah. My daughter had an intervention with me on a family walk I was telling you about where she came up to me and she said, I just need, I need to talk to you about. Scott Storm and I was like, uh oh, like what? What's wrong? And she said, I, I believe he's not seen Coco. And I was like, oh yeah, I think that's true. I, <laughs> I think, think that's, that's right. True. I will talk to him about that.
0: Yeah. And did she say like we need to do something about? Yeah, this? it's an She's intervention. Very this is
1: happening right now, and yeah. I'm so good at intervention. You can't even tell that I'm having an intervention right I now. Feel what's compelled. the deal?
0: What's the deal, man? I just now. I never saw it. Uh-huh. You know me in Pixar. Maybe know, I've seen it. I know. That's, I that. That's the that. standard with Pixar. Maybe I've seen it. I'm, I'm going to make a commitment to you right now. In the fall, I'm watching Cobra. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. It goes on 10 minutes too long, but other than that, it's nearly a perfect Pixar film. All right. Other than the fact that it goes on 10 minutes too long. Did you finally watch Luca?
0: No. Really? I oh didn't. my goodness. I didn't. I okay. will. Okay. I will. We're, we're watching a lot of other movies. I know, but you know you're on a Disneyland, uh, Disney, I know, Disneyland podcast. I know. Okay. I, but I also knew that this week we'd be talking about Rocketeer, and so I had to prioritize watching Rocketeer, and I'm still trying to get through Loki right now. Right, yeah, I know. So and I, Saved know, by the Bell dropped. Did you watch Saved that? And by the Bell. I mean, you know, there's just there's You're not going to watch it. You're not going to watch Saved by the Bell. I watched the first, I, I watched the
1: pilot. I watched the first, of the new one. Yeah, the new one. Yeah. The pilot's been out for
0: a while. Okay.
1: Yeah, I watched it too
0: then. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to watch any more of it. Me neither. My Here's my quick review on Save by the Bell reboot. Give me your first quick. Who is this made for? <laughs> yeah. Because if it's not going to get a guy like me involved, it's not going to get anybody involved.
1: Huge, yeah. I'm a huge Save by the Bell fan, yeah. and they chose the most clumsy way to open that. And yes. Then, and then my uh, Kennedy kept asking me, like, it's fine. It's cool. I get it. You like Save by the Bell. Is this a parody or is this for real? And yeah, I'm like, wh- why I don't they- know. Yeah. I'm not why sure. Why is the
0: tone of this show... Not the tone of the old show. Like, yeah. why is this not? Why is this not merely just a continuation? Or it is of what happens. It is for five ahead.
1: minutes, and then they take right. some wildly different storytelling thing, and then it becomes a heartfelt drama. And then it's a, it's, it's Miss Bliss for a second, and then yeah. it, I just they lost me. I mean, I gave it a shot. I can't watch another episode. No, so I sorry. just can't. Saw that bus though the Palisades bus. You I see that bus? It. I don't even I think I made it to the bus. Oh, I saw it in Universal. And I saw it on TV. That's, That's a screen match right there, people. Wow. You want to get into the news? I or do would we would love have more, to. Or do, that. do we have more more t- more, talking talking oh. have more, more, t- more talking to do? Talking
0: about of the bell? Yeah. No. No, there's no more. No, no, no. Right. we shouldn't in fact we shouldn't have even talked about it as <laughs> to much to begin as we with? did. Okay.
1: Let's yodel in that news. Let's do it. Or what I was thinking of proposing yes. a change to the n- the title news and just uh I heard a I heard a what? I heard uh, that Travis Barker and Courtney Kardashian were getting
0: We're not reporting the Travis Barker and Courtney like Kardashian. Seems like just
1: did though. All right, so yeah. let's I heard of that news. I let's yodel in that I heard of. <laughs> It's
0: time for news. Oh.
2: Remain seated, please.
1: What do you got? I got this in an email, your first news story. I got this in an email. What's that? That, uh, that you? if you're a California resident. What'd you,
0: what'd you hear?
1: What'd you hear? I heard if you live in California, you can get uh, Disneyland tickets for as low as $83 per day. I heard of that, too. Why? Why? I have no idea. We were a little worried in the household. was like if things are things going not well? going well. At I heard that things were packed out of their mind. Why would they offer? Why would they welcome more people?
0: I have got to assume. So right now, a limited time, California residents, California residents only, right, uh, can get a three day one park ticket, starting at two forty nine. Okay, which amounts to eighty three dollars per person per night. Okay, or, or per day. Uh, and you can upgrade to a park hopper for additional money. Yeah. And that is, it has to be used between July 6th mm-hmm. and September 30th. What I'm assuming here... These are like busy months for them. Are they though? Because it's the beginning of school. That's the return to school. Yeah, like mid-August. August? Yeah. Right, August to September 30th. So you're basically... Oh wait, when does it start? July 6th. Yeah, So like now. Now until uh September that's still 30th prime
1: that's still prime vacation in time So do you think they're July to, do July do you think they're of, just trying to boost the number of
0: people that are that are attending the park I don't know because I thought it was I thought it was bustling I heard it was bustling as well Yeah I've heard not only is it bustling but they also haven't hired back like half of their workforce
1: yeah, I so that, think it's a uh, complete speculation, and I'm joking. It's a, uh, like the membership stuff's coming out in the next couple of months, and it's not going to be good. And they'll be like, we did that thing over the summer. Remember that thing we did where it was like discounted?
0: I have seen some uh, opinion. Yeah. Some editorializing online saying, oh, well, I guess we can't expect any annual pass announcements until after September 30th. Yeah. I think that's very true. Right. I think maybe this is the... Uh, to to your point not trying to get cynical but maybe this is the hey look we gave you something good here's the next thing right i don't know though it's it is surprise these things don't happen in california very often yeah uh like these types of tickets and so i wonder if there's going to be a big rush or i wonder if yeah i don't i, I cannot figure out what the motivation for this is except to sell more tickets but or if
1: it feels like good or if it feels like good Goodwill, based on some of the press they've been receiving, the, the tweets and social media, and the news cycle for the last two and a half weeks has been very much Disneyland's too expensive. We fell into that trap for a little for fifteen minutes yeah, on that's the last true. episode. So I wonder if it's just a goodwill type of thing.
0: Do you think the strategy of getting more California residents into a park that is already, at least what we've seen on social, is already very very full? Yeah. Like, do you think that's a good thing, especially given? The level of wading into theme parks in a post COVID era.
1: Yeah, I just don't. It's know. Weird. I, yeah, I don't. Yeah, it is weird. And I don't understand it. I don't understand the the resident only thing. That that feels to me, and this could be just totally me reacting internally. That feels out of touch with the global nature of the yeah. Disney company right. and the global nature of the no, news cycle. Uh, to say, you know, I don't know. It just feels weird to say if you live in California, you get the special deal, and not tell me. Are you celebrating California Day or California Week?
0: Or, or I, I think they call it a gold. I think they're calling it a Golden State Opportunity. That's what the, okay. the they they're phrasing it. Yeah, that sounds like a name that came
1: up after the idea right. of of, of, of <laughs> yeah. giving out to California. So I just don't understand yeah. why why leave Utah
0: and Idaho and Oregon and all those places out of it. Like I think you might actually I think you might be right. I think in some ways it may be because the people that are going to be hit hardest by the changes of the annual pass program are going to be California locals. Uh, who primarily are, are the ones who who buy APs? Yeah, and I think you, I think you might be right. There may be some like uh, this is this is to soften the blow of what yeah. they're about to announce. Get, 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 get it in while it's here. Yeah. Anyways,
1: yeah, we got we got the emails. Uh, I don't know, we got text or email or something. Yeah, I got from, it too. Oh, right on. And I, I was like, it was a special thing came just to me.
0: Like, oh, dude, that was an error Yeah, it was specific like the, for, uh, Disney
1: sent out one email that day, and it was to me. And they're like, do you, you have eighty three dollars? I was, you are like, yeah, I have. I mean, I guess I could find it. What's it for? I was like, I did about a season pass to Universal. Now I don't. Oh snap! Sorry. Wow. I'm on that Universal Twitter Twitter vibe right
0: now. Riding high off, (laughs) riding high off the
1: snark. Yeah, very high snark snark level.
0: Well, uh, Aaron. Yeah. What up, California Disneyland fans may be celebrating their $83 passes. Yay! However, there's some bad Disney news uh, that's happening over in Europe. What's going on with the park that Eisner built? Disneyland Paris is replacing their FastPass program with a pay-to-play program. Oh, tell. Which is not very good. Uh, they announced that they're going to start a new service called the Disney Premier Access Program. Okay. Which, by the way, is the same thing that you they call when you buy they pay $30 for a first-run movie on Disney+. Oh, right. So that's not confusing in any way. No. But there is a Disney Premier Access Program that will charge, basically they're taking fast passes away. Yes. And they're between $9 and $18 to reserve a spot in a designated fast lane of one of these rides. Per ride? Yes. Per ride? Yes. Per ride? Yes. Say it one more time. Per ride? That's... The uh,
1: ability to make a fast pass reservation via your phone and get the free photo stuff and all that at Disneyland was only a fifteen dollar upcharge.
0: I think? Uh, They they've increased. I think okay. it's at twenty five. Okay. I think I think was at twenty five most recently or twenty something. like Do that. I get
1: uh, not that I get to not, not I'm, go, I'm not going to, to Paris Disneyland, so none of these questions really matter. But uh, they may
0: matter sooner than you think. I
1: know that's what that's where this is going. Right, but, um, is that you can make as many fast passes as you could for the day problem with the fast pass system is with with its the way it recycles its ability to allow you to make another fast pass the most you could fast pass the same ride in a day is probably three times right and it's probably if you hit more, it within the right windows. the right windows and yep. it's, and you don't want to ride it and you don't want to get any other fast passes you're just really about that ride yeah uh, it's probably three and probably more effectively it's one or two
0: right I think you're right with this it sounds like you can make multiple fast passes okay. for multiple uh, at a time okay uh, the I keep saying uh and it really bugs me. It's okay. I'm going to try it again. No ums. Us, us at I'm going to put a leisure. sign that says no us Some us. Let's go some us, some no us. ums. Occasional Which us. is also my
1: punk, my punk ska band. Some us, going, no us? Yeah. It was no ums, some ha, us. That's very confusing. We, we changed it every album. People loved it.
0: I'm sure I really retained your <laughs> listener base. Yeah. So uh, the attractions that are being yeah. featured here are Big Thunder Mountain, Peter yep. Pan's Flight, Ratatouille, Buzz Lightyear, st- uh, Star Tours... Space Mountain and the Tower of Terror and Autopia, which I think is really funny. Yeah. Like, who's making a Fast Pass for Autopia? Who's paying 9 to $18 for a Fast Pass for Autopia? I love
1: those cars. Those and little it, cars. Have you ever been in a little car? Yeah, I've been in a little car. So have you ever been in a big car? It's totally yeah, different. Yeah, every,
0: every day I'm in a big car.
1: <laughs> Wait. I know. But, yeah, have you been in one where you have to stop and wait up for a while? It's
0: amazing. Have you ever been on a big car that has a big metal track running down the middle? Yeah. So you have to go in a certain direction?
1: I told you about, Autopia was the, the ride that I figured out I was an old man now. Uh, I was waiting on <laughs> You Autopia did not with, tell me this. I was in, I rode uh, Autopia. I hadn't ridden in a while with Kennedy. We yeah. came around, we were at the end, so we were getting ready to, you know, sort of go into the line to D-board. And this uh, this car comes up and kind of hits the back of us. And I looked, <laughs> did you lose it? Did you yeah, lose it? No, I didn't look at like, it, but I looked back. And I looked back, they looked at I looked down. I just kind of looked back at it. I'm like, hey, everybody's cool. And then the car started moving. I think I was still looking at it. And the girl in the car goes, move it, old man. And I was like, who is she talking about? Wait, really? Yeah. And I was like, who, who is she talking about? What old man? Is there a guy in front of me? And then it settled in. Oh, uh, it's <laughs> me.
0: I, I'm the old man. Look to this. the left. Look to the right. Oh, it's me. <laughs> yep. Oh, I thought you meant you realize you're an old man because you got hit in the back and you were like, hey, hey, listen, we're all waiting. My sciatica. No,
1: that's when I realized it. But I like Autopia. I wouldn't fast pass it. Would you it would, fast pass it
0: for nine dollars? Uh,
1: you know, if I needed to get another fi- fast pass, because that, that's insane.
0: Don't even say. Is. Don't even. D- don't even do this. Don't even sit here and begin to tell me that you would pay nine to eighteen dollars. No, I would in never to not, fast pass Autopia.
1: I don't know if I would do it. Period. But the way the fast passing has worked in Disneyland is if you get the premier fast passing option, you always have to have a fast pass, whether or not you plan on riding rides during that block or not. You just always need something sure, make it on Sure. Right. Right. So right. yeah, if if I just needed to get something for something, I would get an Autopia
0: FastPass, but so, to pay specifically for it. There are limited availability, so there okay. is a set number of paid spots that you can get. And the website specifically says that purchasing this Premier access gives you fast action, fast access to the attractions you choose, but does not guarantee immediate access. Right. Which means you could be paying for a fast pass. But again, you're getting later in the day. Yeah. You're ride
1: scheduling. You're ride scheduling. You're you're, you're paying to ride schedule and then assuming that the wait you will have
0: when your schedule becomes available will be shorter. Correct. Or that you'll be in the right area of the park when that happens, which I guess isn't different than managing current fast passes. The difference is, of course, that if you have paid for a fast pass, you now have to reroute your entire day in order to get over there or lose that's that one, money.
1: Yeah, that's the, oh man, that's one of the things I, I, that's one of the things that challenges the the most about Disneyland right now is that for a parent, it becomes a, a video game. It's a soccer, it's a soccer team simulator. Yeah, you're
0: min maxing at all times, yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs>
1: exactly. Yeah. yeah, you totally are like, You know, if I get this, but then we can't go over here for dinner because it would be like a 45 minute walk back, and then we'll have to be over here. And so we really need to be here. And do I really want to be locked to this land at this particular time? And I'm constantly making these decisions. Um, And, you know, one of the best experiences with fast passing, I wonder if you ever had this experience, is in the first days of fast passing, it was not. Uncommon for have some to have somebody gift you their fast pass that they don't. Yeah, we're not going to use this. We're not going to use this. Whatever. We've had it happen at least once, like really, really, and and a couple of times. And we've done it a bunch. Like, just we have four for Space Mountain, and our plans changed. Go right here, ride the ride. And I like that. It feels like we're just we're moving away from that for me, where I'm I'm constantly managing when we can do stuff, where we'll be, and and stuff like that. So it's cool. I don't know about the money part
0: of it. I do know about the money. Part okay, of it. why don't you share it with the money? Uh, oh, it's gonna be nine dollars. I'm disgusting. Or eighteen if it's a good ride. I think it may be the next iteration of what we have here, which is the max pass, right? Yeah. The max pass is you pay an upcharge for the ability you you don't pay an upcharge for the ability to make fast passes. You pay an upcharge for the convenience of making fast passes on your phone. Yeah, of not having to walk to the fast right. pass if station. If you want to run to the fast pass kiosk,
1: you could still do totally that. Oh, you can. It's kind of inconvenient when you're on Haunted Mansion, you want to fast pass Radiator Springs Ridge Racers.
0: So this, so the MaxPass program, which we've talked about as being a yeah. delightful program. Love. Love it. Huge. Because it still allows everybody equal access.
1: It's a, when I have to do that thing that I said I don't like, min-max my day, manage it, I can do it in line, takes three minutes, while I'm already waiting for another ride. And then I can plan out the next the next right. section of our day and that feels like I'm still in vacation mode. But
0: this me. is, this is just something different. I mean, this is, is just, yeah. mon- this is monetizing line priority.
1: Right. I don't know if, if Disney broke, new ground on this, or, or sort of even invented it, because I don't know, uh, you know, total theme park history, but it seemed like, it seems like this is a step backwards, almost to the beginning of Disney's time Right, with ticket books, right? Right, and so I think there, I, correct me, I think there was a time where it was, like, maybe ticket books only, it doesn't matter to this story, but we'll say at least there was some kind of ticket books only, then there was some sort of nominal entry fee plus ticket book, but right. the, the entry fee was really nominal, uh, and then it was like, you know, once you buy a ticket... You're 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 in for the day. It's it's every, yeah, you don't right. we really don't want you to even think about that anymore. Right by admission to the park, now you're part of this land. This land doesn't have that kind of currency anymore. You're just able to experience, and and now it seems like it's come full circle back to a ticket is becoming a platform by which to make other purchases. Right, um, and that's just a, that's just a mental shift. It, I, it's I, your
0: it's your ability to enter. It's not your ability to experience.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's probably right. but yeah that's probably a great way of saying it. Yeah. and I don't know if that's right or wrong. I think when we talk about it, it sounds negative. And I don't mean it to, it's just I came, I, I lived all of my life in the period where one purchase equaled unlimited access to whatever was in this other world called Disneyland. Yeah. And and I was a kid, so I wasn't, you know, processing that. Now I'm a parent and I'm pros- I'm processing the value exchange and how much extra stuff I have to buy right. and what happens if that experience doesn't go well. And it's just, it just feels like a return to a, to a different time of a ticket book.
0: Which would be okay if the price of admission reflected that. The difference is that you are still paying $125 yeah. to yeah. get through the door and now expected to pay like more. Like
1: a $79 ticket to enter right. and experience a lot of the park. Yeah,
0: like maybe you're a ticket, right? Like you can experience everything that's a ticket or, right. or but lower.
1: Look, everybody wants to ride Rise of Resistance. $79, you're not riding that ride. If you would like to pay yep. $79 plus $29, then you can make one boarding. Like, And I don't know that I love it, but I just feel like it's, I feel like how else are you going mitigate, to mitigate the crowds? Uh, in that thing and once you do it it's really hard to go back.
0: I don't like that scenario because I don't like to do that much mental calculation about how much is my trip costing me. Yeah. I mean this is where everything's a value prop in your head. Right. And and you, you basically have to spreadsheet out everything in order to know how much things are actually going to end up costing at the end of it. Yeah. I don't want to do that on my vacation. Yeah. Uh, but I certainly can understand I, I'm, I'm more willing to accept lower admission price to then pay for the experiences that you want in addition to it. Yeah. I'm, I'm willing to stomach that a lot farther than I am this idea of you pay full price admission. And if you want to have front of the line access, you're going to pay more money for that as well. Yeah. I just, I, I just, again, I know that other theme parks have done it. I've never chosen to do it. I know other people. And that's what people would say to me is like, you don't have to do that. You can go wait in your lines, whatever. I just don't like the slippery slope of hey, we're now charging for for fast yeah, passes. Yeah, and you.
1: That's, and so uh, you get you a can't Wait in line right. for web-slingers. Can, right. You can't wait in line for right. rise resistance. Those are not re- th- That is not a thing. They're, those they're so in demand uh, that that's not a reality. That that's just a w- yeah, some people wait in line. Some people virtual queue it. Some people pay for the other experience at uh, Universal. That's very real for something like whatever the simpsons ride right like you can wait 45 you can wait five minutes or you can go with a vip tour right through the back door i don't care it's a simpsons ride man
0: <laughs> right but uh, before as madness as getting boarding passes for rise of Resistance is right now yeah at least it gives everybody an equal shot yeah that's right? that's fun yeah I, I mean i granted they go in seven seconds i think mm-hmm. that's absurd but at least everybody gets an equal shot of of getting there as opposed to we're going to sell you your reservation, and you have no hope of getting this unless yeah. you pay for it,
1: yeah, right getting in line for rise of the resistance is the same thing as like uh you had like an uncle that left left you a fortune and you have to be there for the <laughs> will reading, yeah. and it's in a different it's in a different state and you're you're going through an airport to get on the plane to go to the will reading where you have to hear this thing, and you're like five minutes late. That's the entire experience of waiting in line of like you start calculating you almost got there. Like, what if I leave one of my kids behind? Like, we'll pick, we'll, we'll be able to go two miles per hour faster. I'll be down a kid. That sucks. Again, you're
0: back into database. You're <laughs> right? back into using spreadsheets. You are, but you're like, every,
1: everybody that's going to get in line of resistance is doing this. Like, we, we, we ha-
0: you got to keep, ki- you got to keep up. I heard like, a- my My shoes untied. I'm like, I would get. Take your shoes off. I, I heard a I heard a podcast episode where they were talking about where the best Wi-Fi signals in the park are in order to snag a boarding pass. And I was oh, like, wow. I don't Meta. want to do it. I yeah. don't want to deal with this. I yeah. just I don't don't want just put a standby line. Just let people wait in the standby line. If they're going to wait eight hours, that's their choice to wait eight hours. Yeah. This is crazy. That was a long time on the news. Is that the episode? It feels like it. Yay! Fast passes kind
1: of not coming to Paris. And and coming for you. Yeah, Fast, fast passes, passes are coming, coming for, for, you. for you. Star fast Wars. Fast Passes, Fast Passes. What you gonna do? What you gonna do when the Fast Pass comes for you? You used to wait and not put your teeth. Oh, you went into lyrics. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I thought you were just gonna go chorus. The light would come on and you'd be so All right, I'm ready. You sure? Yeah, mostly because I don't know any other
0: words. To I think you just make up whatever you want. <laughs> is that how that I'm works? not going to check it. <laughs> Good. Nobody else is. Right, right. They're just enjoying. Yeah, they've come for the experience. What's uh, what's the next news item? Star Wars. Lucasfilm re- released their first look at Star Wars Visions. Whoa! I thought that you would be really interested in this. I love it. You do. Okay. Yes. So have you I've taken seen a look? It. Yeah. You've seen it. So Star Wars Visions is their anime. Yeah. If you're really into it, you go anime. Anime. On- anime. Anime. Yeah. Which I'm not. Anime, yeah, Yeah. it's a it's a series on Disney Plus that's all animated and anime inspired tales. Yeah, you have seen it. Mm -hmm. You are a big.
1: I've seen like trailer. The trailer, yeah, what they've released for it.
0: Yep. You've seen the studios that they have tapped for this. Yeah. You are an anime fan. No. You are a Studio Ghibli fan. Yes. Which means that there is you have a greater appreciation for uh, anime than I do. Yeah. So, what are your thoughts on this? Are you really re- jazzed?
1: I am I am really jazzed about it. It uh the storytelling typically in these types of things is non-traditional, so it doesn't rely on like a very strict three Three act heroes <laughs> right. are so I am Right, I which like we've that. had
0: we we have, have had many discussions about in our podcast class on storytelling. Oh well, that's, that's right. We got in a big thing. fight about got that. A big yeah, fight that's about right.
1: It. We fight at most meetings we go to. I always say, <laughs> Oh Scott and I got in a little thing, it's not a big deal or whatever. Like we'll get over it's never it. A big fine. Deal. I'm his lucky I'm his lucky lady. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Exactly. You're yeah. my you're my, my lucky. I heard lady. that at
1: the that meeting yesterday that long when you and Scott got in a little scuffle in the middle. I'm like, it's fine. I'm his lucky lady. And people
0: goes like that's weird, man. You're like, he, he's got a picture of me in his locket. On um, the locket around why his Why is he necklace? wearing a locket?
1: Why would he not is the thing that I think is. And why would my me. picture not be in there? Yeah.
0: What, you got a problem with
1: this? My photo's as good as anybody else's. So they're typically uh, non-traditional stories, which, uh, non-traditionally structured stories, which I like. Uh, the art style, we love. You know, it always has a, a I don't want to say watercolor because the new stuff here does not look that way. But I don't know. I like it. Super interested in it. Uh, me and Kennedy are going to watch the heck out of this because she is more into anime than I am.
0: Yeah. It's, it's a Pronounce anyway. it anime. Anime. No, she
1: doesn't. She's not that into it. It's a wide world. Like to just it say, so, world, say yeah. somebody's into anime, you could think something that they're that they're into, and they're not into that at all, right? Because right. it's a very wide thing, and and most people that say they're not into anime
0: are, are into like Akira and and Ghost yeah, it's Michelle really it's things really things an like art that. style more than anything yeah. else. There you go. Right? As opposed to a storytelling trope, and, and so with that, the trailer that they released looks interesting and compelling. Yeah. I am looking forward to seeing it. I'm not over the moon about it, but I'm also, but I'm also not over the moon about Star Wars comic books. I I like them. Yeah, I'll read them. I'll enjoy them, uh, and I feel the same way about Star Wars visions. It, these apparently these are unique or original stories that take place in the Star Wars universe. And I I welcome that. I want to see more of that.
1: Yeah, I want to see – I'm interested in seeing the the tech and all that stuff drawn in a different style, animated at – you know, typically animated is done at a slower frames per second. There's less motion. There's more tolerance for moving backgrounds as the only motion in a particular scene. So I like all that stuff. I like to look at it as – Closer to a, a moving painting than a 24-framed-per-second feature film. Yeah. So I'm, I'm jazzed about it. It's coming in September. Yay! It's going to be exciting.
0: Other than that, big news. What else came out on Disney Plus? Cumber- uh, the Benedict Society. The Mysterious Benedict Society, which I cannot wait to watch. Watched it last night. How would you think of it? Uh, I'm going to give it two thumbs up. Two thumbs up? Probably
1: pretty big. Out of how many thumbs? Uh, one. Oh, yeah. very excited then. It was like a robot arm that uh, the thumb broke off, and then a human hand. Are you looking for this? Yeah, the thumb said. <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah, we really, really enjoyed it. I really, I really am looking forward to it. Fifty-minute episodes—they're like d- little movies, man. Dropped Tony with like Oh, Tony Hale's amazing.
0: It dropped with no fanfare whatsoever. Yeah, it was just like, this hey, is this, is a, now. this is this here now.
1: Oh no, we made Which, this
0: I, out of the Disney press event where they you know talked about all all the things that were coming to disney plus this is one of the things i was looking forward to the most yeah me too and it was just like oh this is here now i hope you're okay with it
1: the kids are great it's
0: great yeah it's 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 super interesting can't wait that was it's not saved by the bell but it's good saved by the bell how about saved by the bell the new class is it better than saved by the bell the new class that's right they did do the new class is it better than saved by the bell goes to hawaii Oh, when they get married? When they get married? married? Yeah. No, nothing is better than that. Is it better than Saved by the Bell College Years?
1: No, because that's that's really, really good. That's, Super that's solid. Good. That's great. Yeah. So it's not. Palm Springs. Not better than Palm Springs. Not better than Hawaii Vacation. I want to make sure I not understand. Than college years. The
0: Mysterious Benedicts. Aaron Robbins says yeah. The Mysterious Benedicts is this is the poll quote. Aaron Robbins says, the Mysterious Benedict Society is not as good as Saved by the Bell the college years, but that's only because
1: Saved by the College Years is really good. Saved by the Bell College Years is excellent. What a fun time! Zach Slater, all those kids going off to college. Oh, they're going off to college. Yeah,
0: Mr. Belding in that?
1: I don't think so. They get that, they get a football player guy. Oh, like- that's
0: he's the RA. Yeah, the RA. That's right. The, the big football player. He's like going back to college. He's like Sinbad. He's he's not Sinbad. He's he's like Sinbad. He's like football
1: WWF Sinbad kind of. Yeah. Yeah, it's great.
0: We got to watch that.
1: Yeah. Benedict uh, Society gets close. Gets close. close in yeah. college years. Oh, college years is great. I'm living at the edge of tomorrow and never miss <laughs> how far I can go. Going. I'm living at the edge of tomorrow. Today. 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 <laughs> Which sounds just like a college slogan. Hey, you living at the edge of tomorrow today?
0: You know it. You know it. All day, every day. All day, every day. I live- All day, every tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Nicely done. Thank More you. news? A Haunted Mansion Holiday is coming back. That's the last news item. Oh, fun. Haunted Mansion Holiday is coming back. Were we in... thinking that it wouldn't? I was sort of keeping my fingers crossed that it wouldn't. Oh, that's if I'm right. If i being honest with you. Because th- it
1: could have been the perfect storm for you. It
0: could have been perfect.
1: First time back. Yes. First time on the Haunted Mansion with your kids. Yes. Because you deprive them of that experience because the, they need to experience They need OG to experience OG. Before they go TB. Correct. That's Tim Burton, not tuberculosis.
0: Either, either. Yeah. I don't want them to experience either before <laughs> <Right>. they experience, <laughs> right. The original Haunted Mansion, <laughs> right? And maybe right. some never, but yeah. And so th- this is my this is this is a this is a me issue. Okay, okay. The, the me issue is I, I don't want my kids to experience Haunted Mansion until they can ride the original, and the original is only available for what seems like thirty days out of an entire <laughs> yeah, year. That's true. And so this announcement that it's coming back, I'm sure, will make a lot of Disneyland fans very happy. It makes me. Not happy, yeah. It makes me a little frustrated because then I go, okay, well, I guess I plan my Disneyland trip in the spring.
1: They should do a haunted mansion, uh, like a season of the haunted mansion, uh, but themed after each of the spice girls, sort of oh, like sporty yeah. mansion, uh, uh-huh.
0: scary mansion, scary which mansion. is like, I mean, that's natural,
1: yeah. That's what I think. That ginger Disney mansion, ginger mansion, yeah. Keep going, they already have that, and it'd be perfect with a holiday with the overlay for oh, ginger yeah. mansion, like a little, they already do the cookie bread house There's
0: thing. There's posh mansion,
1: uh huh. We church it up a little bit, like make it real sure. nice, clean really out nice. the cobwebs, yeah. or we store them somewhere. Yeah. Do we go through all of them? I don't know what baby any Mansion. of them. <laughs> yeah, and Baby, baby Mansion. Mansion, which is perfect. We do a Baby Boss uh, thing. Ah, uh, it's a great over. Not a Disney movie, but it's animated, so who cares? Nobody yeah. knows. Nobody knows.
0: Right. Throw the minions in, everybody's having <laughs> yeah, a good time.
1: Everybody's happy.
0: So there you go. Spice Girls Mansion. Yep.
1: Coming to Disney Plus, premiere access, $18 if you want to experience the queue in full now you're talking oh yeah all what right. else we
0: got man well we're gonna take a quick break no yeah cause all right. when we come back going to the back of the vault oh yeah we're gonna talk about uh, Disney's one of Disney's first superhero films yeah films called The Rocketeer alright I can't wait to talk about this with you nope you you should wait well I can't well I refuse to alright I demand it happening after this
1: bad things are gonna happen people stay stay tuned What's up? We're back. Hey, we're back. What's happening? What's going on, everybody? Rocketeer, that's a movie that you can watch
0: on Disney Plus. It is a movie you can watch on Disney Plus. We're doing a Back of the Vault segment. Yeah. Back of the Vault, of course, is a segment where we go into the back of the Disney Vault mm-hmm. to explore some movies that may have been forgotten about in order to determine whether or not you should remember them yeah. or they should stay forgotten. I just made that up.
1: Oh, right on. Thanks. Yeah, I like it. We just put it on a shirt or a bumper sticker or a hat. Seems, it seems like a little or, long or for a bumper,
0: bumper sticker. Uh, like a headband then. Like yeah,
1: a, yeah, sure. Cool. Right. That way when I'm playing squash, people, <laughs> <laughs> people are like, what's squash? Also, I like your headband. Your squash... <laughs> Oh, thank We're, you.
0: Are we going to launch a whole line of Bob's and Bantha's squash wear? Squash, um, yeah, totally. I think it's an untapped market right now. I think now. you're right. Yeah, uh, nobody is we could targeting do, we them. Could do Bob's, we could do Bob's and Bantha's squash rackets for doubles. Yeah,
1: exactly. It'd be
0: fantastic.
1: Uh, it's got they like, use rackets and squash, right? Right. Uh, you know, so, uh, some of them are the rackets. It's like Two- racquetball, isn't it? Yeah, it's like uh no, it's is it like racquetball with like a dead ball? I think it's racquetball with a ball that like doesn't bounce very much.
0: Like a broken ball? Yeah, it's seems like broken like, broken seems ball like a racquetball. Game.
1: I mean, we're going to take over the squash. We should we start a squash. We are going to podcast. dominate
0: the squash market. Yeah. But the Rocketeer. Oh, okay, yeah, the Rocketeer. So the Rocketeer was released in 1991. Yeah, it was. Directed by Joe Johnston, who yeah. I'm a big fan of. Because he did work on Raiders of the Lost Ark. Yeah. I did a lot, of work, a lot of work on Lucas Lucasfilm productions. Okay. A lot of, like, Empire Strikes Back, Raiders of the Lost Ark. Directed this, of course. Directed Captain America First Avenger. So a, big, a, 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 great, a, a great maker of kids' movies, yeah. uh, family, family fair movies. Stars Bill Campbell, Jennifer Connelly, Alan Arkin, and Timothy Dalton. Yeah. And Aaron, this is the part where I say, what is this movie about? Yeah, what is this movie Tell about? Tell me about The Rocketeer. Well, this is going to be an. I feel like yeah. you just signaled to me. This is going to be an interesting. It conversation. is going to be an
1: interesting conversation. Rocketeers is about um, you know. There's this. There's this jetpack thing. Oh my goodness! I'm listening. Yeah. And everybody wants it. Sure. And it, and it falls into, before it falls into the wrong hands, it falls into the right hands. And when it falls into those right hands, it goes on a series of adventures and ends up, I think, on a the Hindenburg or something like that. And uh, Did you watch this movie? <laughs> yeah, um, not all of it. Okay. And uh, I'll tell you why in a little bit. Um, and then I think they saved the world <laughs> probably at the end. I think what would be better is if you told me what this How about movie you just about?
0: just move aside for a second, okay? Okay. Yeah, I'll, I'll it was a just great idea. Okay. Rocketeer is a movie about a, a pilot, yeah. a racing pilot named Cliff Secord. Yeah. Who is- Played by Brendan Fraser. He's sort of like a Brendan Fraser. Yeah. He's a proto-Brendan Fraser. Okay. Because I believe this movie came out before The Mummy came out. Aha. And so- Brendan uh, Fraser would have been great in it. He plays a Brendan Fraser type of hero. Yeah. They end up finding a rocket pack. They, meaning him and his- Like race team buddies. Sort of mentor, race team buddy. Yeah end up finding a rocket pack buried inside one of the planes that is being used for a uh, airplane show. This yeah. movie takes place in the early 30s. Yeah, it was right?
1: stored there Before during, like, World War II
0: happens. Yeah, somebody okay. like, tried to
1: steal that rocket pack and there they hit it there. were
0: gangsters that tried to steal it. They were being chased by FBI. Yeah. The gangsters hid the rocket pack in order to go back and get it later. Right. Right? They wouldn't get caught with it. Cliff Secord finds it. He realizes, I'll along stra- with his buddy, strapped this sucker to my back, played by Alan Arkin, I can't remember the character's name off the top of my head, so we're uh-huh. just gonna call him Alan Arkin. Sounds great. They strap the rocket to it, to him, and realizes he could become a rocket man. Yeah, they strap it to like a dummy first. Strap it to a dummy of Charles Lindenburg. They yeah. stra- strap it to a statue oh, yeah. of Lucky Lindy, Charles Lindenburg. Yep. And they realize that this is a uh, jet pack that uh, could be used to help give them money, get them money in order to raise enough money to pay off a debt that they owe to the get owner to of the airplane hangar and get back to racing. Yeah. In the meantime, we find out that the gangsters are hired by a Hollywood star named Neville Sinclair. Is this like an Errol Flynn character? Very Errol flynn Okay. Played by Timothy Dalton in yeah. order to get this rocket pack. Right. We don't know why. All we know is he wants a rocket pack, and Neville Sinclair is the bad guy. Turns, turns out, turns out, should we are we doing spoilers right now? I think we should. The movie is now thirty years old. Yeah, I feel like uh, the statute yeah. limitations is, has passed on spoilers. Turns out, he's not just the bad guy. He is a Nazi saboteur Ooh. that has infiltrated Hollywood and is wanting to reclaim this rocket pack for the Nazis because the Nazis were trying to develop their own rocket pack system to create an army of rocket men to slowly take over the world. Yes. Cliff Secord gets wrapped up in all this, especially with his girlfriend, Jenny Blake, yeah, played by the lovely Jennifer Conley.
1: Jennifer Conley from Labyrinth fame. That's and, it. And uh, what else would we know her from? Career
0: Opportunities would nah, be another if you're one.
1: A kid of the 80s, you remember from, from Labyrinth.
0: Labyrinth. Yeah. From Labyrinth. Jenny Blake gets caught up in all of this because Jenny Blake is a actress who is in a Neville Sinclair film. Neville Sinclair overhears Jenny talking to Cliff about how Cliff found this rocket pack. Yeah. And then he begins to seduce Jenny into- He's like, that's my way to get that rocket that's pack. That's the way to get the rocket like, pack. Her an actress, like, yeah, all that stuff. The FBI gets involved. Howard Hughes gets involved. Actual, real, historical person Howard Hughes yeah. is involved in this movie. He's the one that designed the rocket pack. And the next thing you know, it's Cliff and the FBI that go to rescue Jenny from the clutches of the Nazis- at Griffith Observatory in a climactic battle that happens over the love observatory it. on a Nazi zeppelin. Mm-hmm. That's The Rocketeer. Yay! And <laughs> now we're going to talk about Woo! a little bit of history about okay. how, how this movie came lo- to be. I would love to hear it. I'm very curious to know... If you know anything about the history of the movie The Rocketeer,
1: yeah, I know. I know that it came from a comic book. Yeah. I think they. I, I think they tipped the hat to that in the intro role or something like that. Because I, I didn't come about that. You know, I think I came about that through watching the movie. Yeah. Um, other than that, comic uh, book is in
0: 1982.
1: Yeah, that pretty. was
0: surprising to me.
1: Created it's, by a guy named Dave Stevens. It, there was a lot, of par- not a lot of parallels to Raiders, but there's some. Very much. There's some parallels there's a pulp to pulp action feel, it. feel to it. Yeah, for yeah, sure. yeah, yeah. Yeah, so other than that, I, I don't know a ton about the movie. Um, it's probably as good a time as any. I'm, I'm super interested in it. Here's two movies. I want to put two movies in a category for yep. you, and I don't know why, but there's a movie called Iron Giant. Yes. And there's a movie called The Rocketeer, yep. and they are both beloved movies. Beloved movies. Uh, you can't not like them. You have to be a fan of them, and for some reason... I'm going to just admit on this point I've never been able to make it through either of those movies. I know. And I am a massive oh gosh, animation what? fan. I have a great Brad Bird directed Iron I, Giant. I know everything about the Iron Giant other than the last two-thirds of the movie. And the Rocketeer has always been the same thing. And it's not that these are bad movies. Now, why? Like, I just don't know. It's like, have you ever sat down to watch a movie that you know is good and you know is important but something about the universe conspires that you just can't finish it and then no. you, and you have that like th- that experience three or four times that like I just can't get through it you something. wanna know
0: why yeah why cause I know a good movie when I see one
1: yeah so I've just never <laughs> been able to get through the Rocketeer I've tried so many times and then this time I was like I know we're gonna talk about it so I sat down to watch it and the kids were not like loving it and I and I know I know the kids were not loving it you so- got a
0: problem with me not watching Coco? And you can't even finish the Rocketeer. No, I knew this was going to happen today. Your whole today. can't finish the Rocketeer, oh, oh, no, and you're wait. yelling Ter- at me because I don't Teresa's, watch enough Pixar films. Teresa's
1: a huge Rocketeer fan. Have Teresa come over? Oh, We're I was gonna going watch to. Rocketeer.
0: I was going to.
1: I was going to. Yeah, I just couldn't. I just. I've never finished it. I've tried so hard. You have to know, dude. I know. I know. This movie is made for you. I know. Let's talk about it. I... I'm coming clean. I'm being honest on this podcast. You look like you're about. To, your head I is feel, about to pop off your flush. shoulders. I feel I very. I knew this hot was right going right to happen. Uh, I, I told people earlier in the day like. Be with me in thought, think about me. I'm going I'm about to go in and have a very rough podcast. Be very because rough I have podcast. to admit, Scott, that I have in all earnesty tried, I think, four times and I've sat down, I've been like, You're gonna watch this movie, and then I get an hour into it and I'm like something happens and I get pulled out of it, and then I'm like, Do I really wanna go back to it? And then I just don't, and then sometimes I'm like, What is what actually is happening in this movie? And the same things with the Iron Giant. It's an amazing movie. I haven't finished it. I am so sorry. I am really,
0: really sorry. It's on me. I feel like it is on It's on me. I can own that 100%. It's no one else's fault. No, these are widely
1: widely acclaimed, critically acclaimed, widely accepted fan favorite movies. I'm the problem.
0: Yes. Yes, you are. Yeah. And it's a bad problem. It's a problem that I will fix sometime. Iron Giant I will have to put to the side because that is not a Disney-based movie. Totally, It is incredibly beloved. Yeah. It is phenomenal. Yeah. I literally cry every time I watch that movie. I, you've said it once before and every I was time. I was like I'm so scared for the day it comes up where I'm like, "How am will able to finish it yet? Cuz it makes me a bad person and it, it, I, it you I wouldn't listen. Normally I wouldn't say that you not liking something makes you a bad person. This is a time where I would say it does. <laughs>
1: You would you would allow that level of, yeah, of like is, yeah
0: this is where this
1: is not a gray area
0: right normally I would take the position of like listen we can't judge people over what their tastes are like yeah. uh, there's no accounting for taste uh, yeah. it's just it's okay it's, this is one of those ones where I go <laughs> no there's a, there's a problem here <laughs> yeah, we need to get to the root of it something is wrong
1: yeah well let's not do that on this episode Fast but let's forward, talk about let's talk about the movie let, let's talk about the movie
0: okay I, I'll go through a really quick development story about please this movie. yeah so this this movie gets or uh, this movie is based off of a comic book that was created in 1982. To. Dave Stevens and a couple of other writers—they realize right away that they've got something that they really like yeah. because it's this adventurous serial that again feels it has shades of, of Raiders of the Lost Ark, yeah, yeah, yeah. shades of the Mummy. It's this, and and Dave Stevens said it, said it best this way: it's a heartfelt and affectionate tribute to the 1930s movie serials. It has that feel, so they know that they have that when they they finish the when he finishes the comic, right. They decide to turn it into a movie and the film rights were optioned by two other writers and the three of them try to work on getting this film made. They shop it out. The comic book originally was was a lot edgier and a lot more adult oriented in a lot of ways. A lot more like pinup girl art style uh, combined with this 1930s aesthetic. And uh, they begin pitching the movie in 1986, but no major studios are picking it up. 1986... Is earlier than when the comic book craze hit because 1989 is when Batman comes out, 1990 is when Dick Tracy comes out. So this is like just a few years before Hollywood finally realizes that they can mine comic book uh, or comic books for original pictures. Yeah. Right. So Disney eventually picks it up because they see the ability to manufacture toys and sell a lot of merchandise. Sure. From it. They originally decide to release it on the Touchstone Pictures, uh-huh, side. which is their
1: more adulter label. Right. Mature label. They're more That's, mature label. I, I didn't get I tried twice and I didn't get it right either time.
0: No, it is. Okay. It's it's their more it's their edgier, more yeah. adult oriented uh, label. More for grown-ups. More for grown-ups. Katzenberg, who's the head of the studio at that time decides, yeah. "No, we're going to make a Walt Disney picture because we can sell more action figures." Yeah. As a result, so it instantly becomes a, a family film and all of the the more uh, adult themes that are in the comic book get, get taken away and stripped out. And Interesting. Becomes, becomes a much more fr- family-friendly film. What do you think about that?
1: Any interest in seeing a grittier version of no. that? You love it as the the, the the villains aren't so villainous, even though they are villainous. Uh, everything's a little, and I'm not negative on it. No, I'm I, very know. I know. But it, it is a little, you know, it's a clean. It's a clean hero, clean villain. It is villains. clean. Yeah.
0: I mean, this gets into, obviously, my opinion of the film. But I um, believe this is a perfect family movie. Yeah, and and I like
1: the Rocketeer meets three hundred.
0: You you want you like gritty reboot? You like the the gritty idea? Yeah, yeah. Well, why don't you finish this movie and then you can tell me what you think about that's fair. <laughs> about it in yeah, another way? Fair. How's that <laughs> <Fair>. sound? So <laughs> uh, so, they, so Disney greenlights it. Yeah, after many many different revisions, like this is a development nightmare because the writers... Disney doesn't like what the writers are doing. The writers don't like what Disney's doing. They can't come to agreement on a lot of stuff. Eventually, after many passes, they end up greenlighting the movie. They Disney wants AAA talent for the role of Cliff Secord. Kurt Russell auditions for it. Yeah. No. Uh, Bill Paxson auditions for it. Mm, no. Johnny Depp is the favorite for it. God, he must have been young. Real young. I mean, yeah. that's like 21 Jump Street young.
1: I'm still saying no on Johnny Depp. I think the guy they got... It feels Bill Campbell, like, Billy Campbell. Yeah, it feels like the right guy. It's the right guy. He's a Brendan Fraser, yep. and then uh, he's a he's a Wonder Woman's uh, boyfriend guy. What's oh, that? yeah, you mean from the new Wonder
0: Woman yeah, films? Yeah, uh, Chris Chris Pine. He's Chris, got a Chris Pine. Pine yeah. yeah, he's got this classic all American look to him. Yeah, without looking too glamorous. Yeah. Uh, apparently, he really wanted the role, so he cut his hair to look like the comic book character, right on. Uh, and. The, and Dave Steven, Dave Stevens, and Joe Johnston wanted him, and oh, they fun. convinced Disney we're going to cast him. So they cast him. Jennifer Conley. They cast Jennifer Conley as as the female lead. Mm-hmm. Jennifer Conley and Bill Campbell end up having a, a romance while they're filming. No. which is sweet. Like it's that yeah, yeah, they're a couple while they're filming the Rocketeer. It's like hand holding and just yeah, it's dude, just they're such things. milkshakes. They're getting milkshakes together, yeah. probably sharing the same milkshake.
1: Maybe two right? straws, two one, straws. Was,
0: yeah. Movie opens. Nine point six million dollars in the opening weekend uh, on a thirty-five million dollar budget, so that's not very good. Uh, and the end, it ends up grossing forty-six point six million in the U.S. box office, which is a flop. And Disney kills any discussion of sequels, which it originally had intended. It Was originally going to be a three-picture deal. Oh wow! And they kill off the sequels, and that's the Rocketeer. When did and you I first have see it? Loved everything about it. Take this me movie. back, though. Take me back. Let me take you back to a year called nineteen ninety-one. Wow, you saw it early. I probably saw it opening weekend. That is crazy. Yeah. How do you get? Because
1: we're the same person. Just living we are in, the same person <laughs> living in different states. But I mean, our our childhoods super similar. All that stuff. Yeah. And I don't even think I become aware of it until twenty. You know, twenty ten. Really? Yeah. Don't don't even not even aware it's a movie. It's probably Teresa who even has like, Hey, have you seen Rocketeer? And I'm like, Is there anything like Iron Giant? She's like, Yeah, it's like it's like the live action version of it. I'm like, Yeah, I'm not really interested.
0: And she didn't have words with you after making a statement like that?
1: She, she didn't I ask you I will tell you this. I've told her many times, like Scott and I are talking about the Rocketeer, and she has stopped me every time in the hallway and be like, "Can I please give you notes?" And I'm like, "I mean, I feel like I should." I'm not yeah, joking. Why isn't Teresa here? That's what I'm saying. I mean, she's she like, should can be I, here on this can show I, can, right I give, now. can I give you notes? And I'm like, "I mean, it's cool. Scott will be understanding. We're like best friends, it will be fine." And she's like, "I'm not understanding." That's what I'm she's like, "I don't think you know your best friend." Right yeah, exactly. All. And so finally, you don't know what you're getting. Yeah, that's <laughs> what she she's. Finally, she's like, "I can't let you go into that lion stand the way you are. I'm going to tell you what happens in the movie." So even wait, you don't even know what happened in the movie? I know that they were on, like, some Hindenburg type thing, and, and then it, like they won. That's what I know.
0: because Teresa told you. Yep, I'm shocked right now. I'm so sorry. How did I, mean, I know about this movie? Yeah, tell me. The poster is what grabbed me initially. Oh, yeah, the, pre, the, the preview poster I have in my possession an original two sided theater really? poster, uh, theater preview poster of the Rocketeer. Wow, that says, uh, like Coming, uh, the the it's gotta be smart than a six. Sheet. It's uh, a big one. It's the twenty seven by forty, right? Theater sized. That's a and it just says the Rocketeer coming summer nineteen ninety one. Wow! So it was an advanced advance poster. That poster grabbed me. The art deco style. Where did you see it? Do you remember like, in our in our local theater? Okay, I saw the poster. The poster has always grabbed me the, the it is that poster is beautiful i don't even know if you know what i'm talking about but there is this i'm very familiar with the artwork of
1: it and right it is like the design of the helmet design of the rock right yeah. the it has a very uh chrysler building like a new mm-hmm. yorky kind of like vibe to it and it's all gorgeous gorgeous I mean, yeah
0: so that that poster grabbed me uh, so yes i was grabbed by it i'm i'm sure i watched it opening weekend I also happened to watch it in the summer that my parents took me on a trip down to Walt Disney World. Oh, yeah. And so uh, I went to MGM Studios at that point. That was when MGM was relatively new. I mean, I think it was like close to brand new. And in the Backlot Tour, they had the Bulldog Cafe – Oh yeah, uh, from from the Rocketeer. They had a Rocketeer museum exhibit where they had where he props. meets with
1: uh, Jennifer Connelly and has like they have sandwiches in there. Yeah, they have their, their super sandwiches. It's, it's kind of like the it's kind of like the Max from Saved by the Bell. It's kind of like their hangout spot.
0: Yeah, totally. Yeah it's, yeah, it's exactly like that. Right on. It's exactly like the Max, except it looks like a giant bulldog. Yeah, and they had the Rocketeer museum, which had a bunch of oh yeah you know, movie memorabilia type of stuff uh, in this sort of warehouse. They had a, I remember, I met the Rocketeer. They had a Rocketeer, a Rocketeer character meet and greet. Okay. Where you go up and, and talk to the Rocketeer. Yeah, helmet and, on. Helmet on. Okay. Uh, but at at that place, they also had a bunch of Rocketeer merch. So that's where I got a Rocketeer t-shirt as well as my Bulldog Cafe t-shirt. And I got a chance to talk to the Rocketeer. And I remember being 15 years old, yeah. meeting the Rocketeer. I'm like, I know what's going on here. Yeah, and I'll just grab by Disney Magic. And I'm like, that's awesome. I love your movie. Yeah, I, I love your movie. He, he goes, oh, thanks very much. I'm like, no, I really love no, your I movie. Like it. I love your movie. I love this movie, and I am not I'm not exaggerating when I say I probably have watched it every other year since it came Oh out. wow. Yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, to put into words, to me, you know, not why it's a good movie. Yep. Not what the movie's about but why you like it and resonate it. You saw the artwork, then you went to the movie theater and you saw it. What is it what about? What about it that yeah. I love? Is it the time period? Is it the art direction? What is it about that hero?
0: I love the simplicity of the story. Okay. Uh, I love the accessibility of the story. You know, I watch a movie like The Rocketeer and w- my whole family watched it a couple nights ago. And it's so different than superhero comic book movies now. Yes. Right? In terms of its intensity, in terms of its family accessibility, uh, in
1: terms of meta and backstory, and not knowing who's who, and and like nowadays, uh, there's quite a mental and meta. Yeah, price you have to, to know so much. Yes,
0: but but also I think just in the there's a innocence there. There's an yeah. innocence in the movie making that is not in current films. And a lot of people sure. chalk that up as to being a kiddie film, and that it's too safe. But I think it's I think it's approachable. I think it's yeah. I think it's made for families. I really believe that Marvel movies are not made for families. Interesting. They are made for older teen and adult, and a lot of kids end up loving those movies because they sell a lot of toys to them. But I don't think those movies are really made for kids.
1: Yeah, there's this like storytelling advice or thing when, when people say, when should the story start? When should this movie start? And traditional advice is it, it should always start uh, right before the thing that changes their life. The thing that, yep. that, is, the thing that changes everything, it should start pretty much right before that. Right. And the Rocketeer does an amazing job. It yes. feels like you're at the beginning of the story. Yep. When the movie opens, you're at the beginning of the story. Things happen that then, oh, this this, this uh, crashing of the, the plane and the discovery of the jetpack change everything
0: forever. And it gets in within, I think, seven minutes I was gonna say yeah seven or eight minutes right.
1: you're 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 in you're into the actual part of it whereas a a Marvel me- movie uh there's a lot of like was well, this, is, this is the beginning of this part of that story but there was kind of a beginning before this and right. then there was this thing that happened a long time ago actually this is an alternate timeline none of this actually happened at
0: all yeah <laughs> right yeah. Kind, kind of thing this is all a flashback so
1: there's yeah. there's a, there's there's a I think there is a cleanliness sweetness or tightness to that but there's also like we just don't tell we don't have movies like that anymore right it's like it has a definitive start and then it's over
0: and and i think that's one of the reasons why it resonates sure. with me so much is it's so tightly packaged and it it is it tells a story in a hour and 40 minutes mm-hmm. and it's a well told story that is shot beautifully with an amazing score with characters that are likable and enjoyable a villain that you are charmed by that you hate, and that you want to see get his comeuppance, and he does get his comeuppance in a magnificent way.
1: The fact that you said it ends at Griffith Observatory, I mean, makes me feel personally ashamed of myself because it's one of my favorite spots on the planet. I didn't know that it ended there. I'm learning that today, and it's difficult for me. I'm having a difficult time with myself. I think you might have to
0: go back and (laughs) rewatch this. I know. It has one of the most iconic shots in, I would say, any movie. Like, in terms of top 15 iconic shots, a still shots. There is this shot of the Rocketeer up on top of the Griffith Observatory next to the American flag as a spotlight is shown on him. He's carrying a German Luger pistol, and he looks over his shoulder, and there's just this profile of his uh, helmet uh, that's catching the light perfectly and him looking off in the distance, and it's just a picturesque. Wow. It's I mean, it's a picturesque shot. Oh, I'm getting it. Uh, the, the special effects, the green screen is great. There's a combination of practical effects and maquettes and puppets in addition to green screen. Th- there's so much to love about this movie. Yeah. And again, there's so much to love about it when you can watch it with your family. Yeah. Like my my now nine-year-old, he just turned nine. My nine-year-old could watch this and I don't have to do cover hands at any moment. Sure. And I don't have to be cautious of the language that comes in it. Uh, I, and he is 100% with me with, with this movie as much as I am because we are loving the ride that this movie takes us on and the story that's being told and they just don't make movies like this anymore totally like I don't. feel like such an old person saying that but they just don't make movies like this anymore and and this feels like a classic family film and I just wish that they would make more movies like this and I think the reason why they don't is because it's not a PG-13 movie. It's not edgy enough to draw in those older adult crowds, and it's too intelligent for young cl- for young crowds. So it gets lost in this middle ground of being a perfect movie that also struggles to find its audience yeah. in a modern audience.
1: I know that to you it's not a single or a double, but it feels like a very contained... It's a very contained experience. You're going to sell those toys, and people are going to move on from it. I think they did have a three-picture deal, so it could have become a platform movie, but it probably would have worked best just as the one. I wonder if that's actually a a blessing to it that it just had the one and it didn't get Rocketeer two and three, which were
0: awful. Oh yeah, they were like straight to video. Yeah, yeah. I I think you're right. I think the reason why it's become a cult classic, I think it has. I think you could say it's become it's either beloved or I know it's a movie I should love.
1: Like I'm not unaware. I'm not unaware of this movie. I'm just yeah. I'm just. I wonder. That's what I'm wondering
0: about. I, I think the reason why it has gained the affection that it's had over the years it's because of it's a special movie in a lot of those a lot of those ways and it's a movie of an era that movie making isn't really that anymore and I think you're right I think if they made a Rocketeer 2 or 3 as much as I would love to see it yeah uh, in a lot of ways or you know I, I don't know how I don't know how they could do it now to really continue the feel of that movie but if they had done a 2 or 3 maybe it would have been a disappointment or maybe it would have been Temple of Doom and Last Crusade Right, right. I mean, it, it could have gone either way. Let me ask you this question: See if we can just get real
1: offensive up in here. Uh, this is this is classified classified as a superhero movie. Yes. What is super heroic about having a jetpack? Do you think that's big enough for today's youth? Like, just this like I found uh, like a jetpack. It, it, that's not that's not like time traveling. It's not like going real small. It's not going real big. Is that does that make does that qualify in today's standards as a superhero?
0: You've you've asked a good question. Yeah. The, I'm I'm stammering to answer because I want to answer by saying uh, does a shield make a superhero but I also know you do not like
2: Captain <laughs> yeah, America you know
1: that I was actually hoping you would ask that so right. I could go exactly yeah, exactly. that's
0: my point I mean I think that Iron Man you know Batman Iron Man There there are a lot of there are a lot of superheroes out there. I say Iron have... Man's
1: closer. Captain America did have some stuff injected in him, which, which right. So Iron Man's probably a closer example yeah. of does technology
0: or Hawkeye's a good example. Yeah, Hawkeye I think is a very uh, cool superhero. His power is that he's really good at shooting a bow and arrow. Yeah. So uh, if they're making a Hawkeye limited series and he's a beloved Avenger, so yeah. I, I think it do- I think it does work. I think you can see a lot of superhero characters that have that may may not be as powerful or special as other superhero characters, but they still work within that universe. You
1: think the development of, uh, you know, because part of of the thing that makes Iron Man Iron Man is is Tony Stark's merging with his suit, the interaction between his suit and him. Do you feel like that, because I've not seen the whole movie, does that develop in the Rocketeer in a natural way where the Rocket Pack and him become something greater than they are apart?
0: No, I think that they could have done More. I mean, listen, this this movie is not without its faults or without its shortcomings. I think one of the shortcomings of this film is they could have done a little bit more of him. He is heroic. I mean, like what he is because he goes and takes on he goes and takes on the Nazi blimp by himself. Yeah. And there is nothing except there is nothing that is motivating that except for his love of Jenny. Mm. And so he puts himself in harm's way, he sacrifices himself, all for that reason. So he does own the mantle of the Rocketeer in that way, but he doesn't do anything that propels himself beyond Cliff Secord wearing wearing the jetpack, yeah. Uh it's not he's saving it's not even he's saving the world I mean you could make the argument that he's going against the Nazis and therefore he's helping but he's not really even saving the world yeah you he's don't know stopping, that he's the
1: only hope to save the right, world he's is not different the only than hope. contributing to save the world or right. doing an important thing he's not the last
0: hope that we have correct he's stopping this plot that yeah. the Nazis have and he's saving his girl yeah. and like that's pretty awesome motivation yeah. like I think Luca. it's great it's just a small story
1: yeah it's a small story it's a good story it's a, well, you haven't seen Luca, so you don't know. I haven't seen
0: Luca. I was trying to t- tell you what. You watched The Rocketeer and i was <laughs> All right. I was trying to tilt the table back towards me. I know you were. Yeah. I know you were.
2: I am K-N-N-E-D-Y, and if you have to ask the question, well, because I'm so fly, Disneyland knowledge not as good as my dad's, Star Wars has got storms, but opinions I have... If you want me to do it good, I just have to cross some of this stuff out. Good. Hey there. Hey, hey you.
1: Oh, hi. Hi. How's it going?
2: Welcome to Mouseka Teenager.
1: Welcome Mouseka Teenager. Bobsleds and banthas. Where the heck have you been? Everybody wants to know I, where the Mouseka Teenager went.
2: I was on a podcast vacation slash break thing okay. and that's where you just completely stop podcasting. Okay.
1: Gotcha and so it's not a vacation where you go and you only podcast yeah which is what i would like that would be a, a fun it's, that'd be a fun vacation
2: yeah for me. yeah it's the this complete opposite we really.
1: well hey you've had pretty you've had a pretty exciting uh what's the best thing you've done this summer first of all that's what everybody at Bob Sleds and banthas wants to know the single best thing you've done with your summer vacation right now
2: uh i think going to Mega mart in las vegas was super fun
1: Uh, know that uh, we were looking for recording this segment with my dad right now
2: recording right here dad right here sitting right here
1: oh you really know how to you know touch a father's heart and i appreciate (laughs) that um yes omega mart was fun we talked about that i think on the last uh, episode before last or something like that yeah today we're here to talk about the rocketeer to get Mm -hmm. the mouse a teenager's opinion on the rocketeer yeah Uh, but before we do that you've had you've had a day
2: yeah i have we
1: yeah tell me what you what have you done today
2: yeah so i woke up Way earlier than I normally do.
1: Right, so eleven thirty. Shocking, nine o'clock. Yeah, <laughs> nine o'clock. Yeah,
2: <laughs> and we went over to your work uh-huh. and met up with all the Storms'es.
1: Yeah, the Storms'es were over there hanging out, and we had a we had a, a single dad family camp style adventure. Yeah, what we was just that? Had. What was that like?
2: It was really fun. It had was, you met
1: any of them before?
2: I'd met his middleest child uh-huh. over Facetime. Yep. Yeah, NLP that's right. He likes to uh-huh. Facetime her a lot. And so not in person, though,
1: you'd met Scott Storm once in person, but not his oldest or his youngest, so and yeah. uh Penelope hadn't met any of them in person, yeah. even Scott Storm, so that was pretty fun.
2: It was really fun, yeah, would what,
1: y'all would you all get up to?
2: uh i we kind of just ran around your work uh-huh. and like explored yeah (laughs) really explored right yeah yeah
1: and then when we drove home i asked you a really important question and that question was so do you think we could go to disneyland with the storms
2: yeah and i said yeah i think it would be fun yeah (laughs) yeah
1: it would be it would be a movement but yeah i think it would be a blast i think we could totally hang
2: Oh, for sure. I
1: think we could hang with them. I don't think they would have any problem hanging with us. I think we're we're <laughs> sort of we're sort of uh, a more laid back and boring compared to the, the those yeah. kids are are super fun. Yeah and very nice. So yeah. that was fun. But on the way after we were done hanging out there at work and exploring everything, we were walking back to our cars to go our separate ways and you and Scott Storm got in got into something.
2: Yeah, so he asked Penelope if she liked the Rockets here. Yeah. And I wasn't a part of that. And then he asked me and, you know, I said no, and I explained why, and then it turned into an argument of like why I think that movie's bad.
1: And why do you think that movie's bad?
2: So here So was... you
1: Tell me, let's set up how, how you... Uh, we, we put it on as a family. Yeah. And started watching it. Yeah. And were you... Did you have devices with you at that time?
2: Yeah, I think I was doing my phone or the switch or something. Um,
1: so in this case, uh, for somebody your age, for the mousecat teenager, for some movie viewing experiences, it's not uh, does the movie bore you... And then you turn to your devices, but is does the movie excite you enough to turn you away from the experiences? Exactly. I, I saw that happen with you once. We watched uh, the Tomorrow War mm-hmm. on Amazon with the uh, Guardians of the Galaxy uh, guy.
2: <laughs> yeah, that guy. <laughs> yes,
1: the Guardians <laughs> of the Galaxy guy who has a real name. Um, and you were not interested in watching that movie. You were on your phone, but it eventually it pulled your attention away from it, and you were like, "I'm in. I'm into this now."
2: Yeah, that's an accomplishment for a movie. I think. It is.
1: And the Rocketeer had. Yeah, not that same effect. Yeah. You were you started on your phone, mm-hmm. and, and it never it never got your attention enough.
2: Yeah, it never really picked up for me. And
1: why is that? So what, tell me, tell me what you think thought about it. So
2: the whole the whole thing with that movie is this guy finds a jetpack basically, and he kind of the whole movie's around that. Like yeah. this jetpack that this guy finds, and then he like saves a girl or something. I'm not sure. I wasn't paying too close attention. Of course. But um, so the thing is, I think um with my generation with me. Yeah. Um jetpacks have been used a lot in movies. In and video, games, in and, video and games. And so they're
1: sort they're not commonplace in your life, but they're commonplace in your media. In media, yeah,
2: and like media consumption. So it's not an exciting thing anymore. Right. Um it's more of just like a Car, I guess, in I guess like so, yeah. movies and stuff, it's like it'd oh. be like
1: a shoe about it would be like a movie. It'd be like a movie about like Velcro shoes. Exactly. Like you, don't, you understand? Exactly. Technology is amazing. If you were born in 1840,
2: yeah. And then I heard he, Mr. Storm asked me if have I ever used a jetpack? Right. I said His no. argument
1: was, how can you say it's commonplace when in your day to day life you've never encountered one or used one?
2: Yeah. And I was thinking about that because I didn't have a very good response. <laughs> you know, like he's, you do. he's fun
1: to argue with. Yeah.
2: And like that's not really the point I was trying to make. Okay.
1: Well, what was the point you were trying to make? I
2: was trying to make in media it's not gotcha. fun. In real life it'd be awesome, but that's not what the what the conversation was about.
1: Right. So you yeah, you've you've grown up playing video games like Jetpack Joyride and mm-hmm. all all sorts of things where the jetpack is the thing and it is a very uh, it is almost a car uh, yeah. in Jetpack Joyride. It's the it's the least good vehicle you can get. It's the default exactly, vehicle, yeah. and you want to get like a mechanical dragon or like, yeah, a, or like something a teleporting else. thing. Yeah. Yeah, like with a teleporting thing. So it's like uh, there's been there's been transportation creep in mm-hmm. entertainment and the jetpack now sits at a lower rung. Yeah. And so it's harder for you when, you, when you're when you like, I okay, guess this guy's in a really old airplane and now he's just using a really common jetpack.
2: Like it's an old jetpack too. <laughs> yeah. It's not one of the newer versions. Oh, he's just
1: going to hate that, we're, that I'm making laughing sounds at this <laughs> part. I'm not laughing at the movie. I'm laughing at your responses. Uh, yeah. So what else? Why do you think somebody might like the Rocketeer?
2: Uh, I think maybe now it's some of the nostalgia. Kay. I guess I kind of liked it for that reason. It seemed... Old sounds kind of bad, but like I don't know. It felt I like. Well, let me ask you. Did
1: you find the visuals to be off-putting? No, it looked like it was shot well.
2: Yeah, it looked like it was shot well. Did you
1: find the acting to be subpar? Did you feel like the actors resonated? No,
2: no. I mean, I mean, everything felt pretty good. There was a little bit too much talking.
1: Okay, I've heard that before about that movie. Yeah, Yeah.
2: but I don't know. I'm also thinking maybe for the time it came out, it would have been cool. Yeah, I don't know. That's at least how I felt. I'm sorry, Scott. Mr. Storm. <laughs> I'm sorry, Mr. Storm. Cool. Thanks for listening.
1: Thanks for listening to The Mouseka Teenager. We'll see you next time.
2: Yes.
0: <laughs> so that's The Rocketeer. You would recommend it Listen, wholeheartedly. folks, if you have
1: not watched The Rocketeer. Two human hands and one robotic hand up.
0: Oh, my gosh. Multiple robotic so, hands. Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean I'm I'm making robotic hands behind me right now to give more thumbs up. I love this movie. Yeah. I
1: love this movie. No uh, no nothing no no pre- precautionary and like just like set it up as a family movie and what you want to do is you want to you want to tell your kids this is this is a movie that just you think it just holds up straight up.
0: I think you got to know your family. I mean if you're raising them on a constant diet of Avengers movies, yeah. Uh, and that's their expectation for what a superhero flick is, then they're probably going to be disappointed. They're probably going to feel like it's too slow or that there's not enough. Or even action like Harry
1: Potter is like, So what's the so what's the deal with the jetpack? When he wears it, he gets super strength. And it's like, it's just a jetpack. Like, it's, it's, jet a, it's a rocket pack and that is that's kind of amazing.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I, I I think you I think the simplicity allows you to be captured by the story. I don't think there's anything wrong yeah. with that.
1: No, there's there's definitely not. Yeah. It's just I think it you does ask the question, what have you raised your kids on? And I think yeah, I think probably mine. We're like, this is the problem. This is, I think, I don't know if it's a problem or not. You tell me what the problem is. I think sometimes my kids watch a lot of movies while they're doing other stuff. So the movie has to be almost more of a spectacle. There's like a, oh, con- right. there's a yeah. competition of attention now yeah. uh, in this couch environment where it's like, I mean, I'm I, I have an Xbox controller. And I'm looking. I'm watching something on an iPad. And I'm drawing. And I'm chatting. And there's a movie on. And those see things unfairly have to compete with each other. And so it's like a, it's a weird thing. Oh, and man. the rocket, the Rocketeer will will could lose that if you don't shut turn the lights down, pop popcorn, and say we are watching this together. And we're we're going to do this right. as a movie going experience. If you say we're going to put on the Rocketeer, right. That might be the
0: wrong way to phrase that. Listen, the Robbins movie night rules sound vastly different from the Storms movie yes. night rules. Storms movie night rules is we're watching this movie there is no talking do not talk we're not pausing this movie (laughs) yeah you like you pretend you're in it we're theater cosplaying yeah we are theater cosplaying exactly go to the bathroom better hurry up i mean i would agree with you in that if the rocketeer is competing for attention it will probably lose in a lot of ways
1: But it was also made during an era. Under, it's sweet and understated.
0: Yeah, it's like watching Wizard of Oz. Mm. Like if you watch, Wizard of Oz is not a bad movie. No. But you have to be captured by it. Yeah. And you cannot, you will not be captured by Wizard of Oz by doing a bunch of other things. Right. You know. Uh, and so I think in that aspect, it's, again, it's a product of an earlier, simpler, sweeter time. Yeah, yeah. And which may sound very schmaltzy for me to say, but that's just how I, we get that's a little how I connect to that sometimes. film. Yeah. Right on. Yeah great
1: movie I would also recommend that I watch it I would recommend you watch it <laughs> so uh, I think it holds up in that I should watch it and I'm gonna try again Dude, I'm so
0: sad you haven't watched I knew movie. you would be i have literally been <laughs> really dreading
1: podcasting all day because I knew you were gonna be sad and it's not like I haven't tried it's something I want I mean I'm not again. angry at you I'm just like the anger's pa- only because the anger's passed can
0: you be angry or can you just be sad? I just I just feel sadness. I'm so sorry. I feel sadness. Things happen.
1: We all have these things. We all have these things in our in our life. Where my my
0: similar. wife all often reminds me. Listen, your friends don't have to love what you love. Yeah. And I just say, well, I don't, why? why? wouldn't <laughs> why? They? But why wouldn't they? <laughs> it's not like I have a contract with them. I can get rid of them anytime I want. Yeah. yeah why would? not right, they? It's a right to be friend environment. They absolutely should love it though. Yeah. And so I don't. There must be something wrong if right. they don't.
1: Yeah, and I, I in this case, not I wouldn't take the stance in all things, but in, in the case of the Iron Giant and the case of the Rocketeer, I can recognize that these are things that I should like, are great, are all those things. Something in my life has always prevented. What or is that? Ahead. I got
0: it. Okay, so I don't want to belabor this, but we, I, I really do need to understand. What is the thing that does not capture you about the rocketeer? Like so you say you tune out at some point you don't come back to it. What there must be something there must be something that you don't connect with and I'm curious to know what that is.
1: Yeah, I think maybe some we'll see if this makes it or not. I think sometimes the way that we make movies now we're sort of asking us like there's a bit of what they call a hero envy or hero cosplay that goes on when you watch a movie hero substitution mm-hmm. uh, wish fulfillment I think it's yeah. called actually yeah, yeah. Um, and so you look at you look at the rocketeer and it's kind of a, a bumbly kind of just sweet, sort of headstrong kind of guy with a jetpack. what's the coolest thing that could happen? Like, he's not going to time travel. Time travel. Yeah. So yeah. what is the coolest thing that can happen? And the coolest thing that can happen is there's this is just a good story about that. And, and sometimes in the Star Wars universe and Marvel universe, the coolest thing that could happen is, dude, I don't know anything. Anything could happen, and I, there's a spectacle about that. Uh, and so these movies feel safer, more accessible. Yeah. And so I don't know if that makes them harder or not, but that makes them from a different time probably. But you always struggled with it, so how does that have anything to do with what you're saying?
0: True, <laughs> but, true, good point. That's but, a really good point, Scott. But if if we want to make stories that make us want to be the hero, isn't the idea of getting a jetpack and being able to fly anywhere you want and being able to fight crime a pretty dope wish fulfillment? Like I can just fly. I can. I can. Because I don't know. Can you fly? Because no. I can't fly. Yeah, I know I can't fly. But what if you could fly? Yeah. W- wouldn't that be pretty cool? Yeah. Like I feel like th- there's your there's wish fulfillment.
1: Yeah, no, it's not that it's not there. I'm just saying. I'm trying to think it out loud. I, I committed to doing this therapy with you. I knew it was going to happen today, and I came in ready to do Look it. Look
0: at that helmet. Look at that jacket. The helmet is dope. The helmet, jacket, pant, rocket pack combo. The thing is so awesome.
1: It is. And I feel like it influenced other stuff as it, it came over. I feel like there's nods to that. Rocketeer helmet is so oh, it's famous. It's gorgeous.
0: If I if I could, that that is like cosplay gold yeah, to me. Why have you not built this? That's hard to build. Yeah. That's not easy. Right. That helmet is not easy to build. Right on. Don't end on a down. That was the Rocketeer. Great. It was a great episode. I, encourage I knew it was going to happen. of you. I encourage all of you to watch it if you haven't. Yeah, I would love to see some response from people who have seen it. And I'd love to hear what they think about it. Yeah. Are you in the Aaron camp of, I just can't get past this? It's just not grabbing me? Or are you in the Scott camp yeah. of, this is a beloved movie. What is movie, wrong and I with I you? Is,
1: yeah, yeah. yeah. Let, us I, know. I, I, please let us know. I can be the only one on the planet that's like, I don't. I just want so bad to like it, but have not
0: I can understand it. why people don't like it. I can't understand why you don't
1: yeah, like it. Yeah, no, fair, fair.
0: Knowing what I know about you, that we are, LA, we are the same person. movies, airplanes. Yeah.
1: It's got everything I like in it. It's great. Yeah.
0: Timothy Dalton. You love Timothy Dalton. You're always talking about him.
1: Yeah, I know. I got that, uh... That shirt that I always wear.
0: Yeah, you got that shirt that just says Timothy Dalton, and then it's just a bunch of different pictures of Timothy Dalton. I love it. It's, it's my not favorite even shirt. like it's not even characters he's playing. Yeah, it's just pictures of him.
1: Yeah, and yeah. then there was that podcast I did for a while was uh, was Timothy Dalton a Walton or on the Waltons? Oh, and the answer yeah. to that is no. He was not on the I, Waltons. Yeah, but it was a great name for a podcast, and I couldn't pass it up.
0: Right, I thought you were talking about your follow up podcast, which was uh, t- talking Dalton. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Dalton Dalton. Dalton Dalton. Yeah. <laughs> I've had two because I like Timothy Dalton you so much. So much. Yeah, yeah. Great. I've read some of your Timothy Dalton fanfic. It's great. Yeah, it is And again, real. I'm not talking your James Bond fanfic. Yeah. I'm talking about your Timothy Dalton fanfic. Yeah,
1: just about his life.
0: Yeah, just about like you guys hanging out and solving crimes together. Yeah, right on. It's great. Rocketeer, please let us know what you think about it. You can email us, podcast at bobsonsandbanthas.com, yeah. or you can send us a DM over on Instagram. Or you can shoot us a DM on Twitter. We're
1: at Bob Susan wow. Banthas. That would be, that would throughout, be, throughout Twitter, be real it. meta if you sent us something on Twitter. Yeah, that would be, really be like exciting. really inside. Hey, remember really Twitter? Inside.
0: Remember Twitter? We're not, there. Not really. Hey, thanks everybody for listening. We love making the show. We hope you love listening to it. This has been Bob says and We release every week on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, wherever you listen to podcasts. And we can also be heard on the Magic of the Mouse radio every Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday. Check out Magic of the Mouse radio at WdizB.com or Bob says Banthas forward slash. Radio. Please be sure to subscribe. Sorry. Please be sure to follow us on Apple Podcasts. And we would love it if you left us a review. We'd like to know what you think of the show, and it helps other people find out about the show. You can leave us a one-star review. You can leave us a five-star review. I prefer it's a five-star review.
1: Yeah. If we had, if we get a say in it, which we don't, five yeah, stars is great. Did,
0: I would submit, for your consideration, a five-star I think five review.
1: stars can mean a lot of things. It can mean you give your own review of how much you don't like it five stars or you like the show five. I think That's five right. stars can mean a lot of things a Give to us a five-star
0: and tell us everything you don't like about the show.
1: Yeah. That works for it, me. You get one complaint for every star.
0: There you go. We did get a five-star review. Oh, yay! And it came from Blue Dog.
1: Oh, yeah, Blue Dog. And
0: Blue Dog wrote,
1: What you gonna do, Blue Dog? What you gonna do, Blue Dog? What you gonna do, Blue Dog? Leave us a five-star review. Ching! Now you may read it. Thank you. Yeah.
0: Blue Dog says the most entertaining Disneyland pod from a fellow Sacktown resident here. Yeah. Way to go, Sack. These guys are hilarious. Tuna pie restaurant, tears of laughter, seriously. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> it dates way back to what Fantasyland was before 1983, where you could get a scoop of tuna yeah. for your day.
1: Mm. Just carry
0: it around with you all day long. That
1: tuna's not cold, is it? No. I like warm tuna. It's
0: nice and room temperature. I'll put it in a sugar cone for you. Oh, thank you. Full of knowledge bombs, hilarity, and total entertainment. I love it. I also love The of teenager. As a mom to a Disney-loving teen, I can hear that. Y'all have some great chemistry. Five-star. Uh, thank you so thank much you so for much that review, Blue Dog. Blue, really Blue dog. That. Yeah. You can also leave us a five-star review by going right over in your podcast Do it app. right now. Do it right now. You can visit us at com. You can email us. We already said podcast at com. You can support us over on Patreon. You can wear us on Public. And of course, you can just join the other Bantheteers for all the fun that we have on Instagram. Well, it wasn't a lot of Instagram posts this past week. It was really busy. Yeah,
1: it was yeah, oh, busy. Nice. Holidays, kind of a holiday weekend. We lots had that stuff. three day in there, you know? So,
0: But join us on Instagram. We're at Bob's. You'll get it Banthas.
1: back. You'll get it back. I You're will. great.
0: Especially for this Rocketeer episode.
1: Yeah, oh, lots boy, of stuff on there. Lots of stuff. If I don't see you uh, doing that Rocketeer pose in your backyard, I'm going to be I upset. Might just I
0: might just do that. Yeah, do that. I might.
1: You don't have to like cosplay, but just bit in the, get in the pose. I stand too.
0: on. I'll stand on top of my roof. Yes, please. That's all I'll do. Stand on top of my yeah, roof.
1: Yeah, don't injure yourself. See Scott I'm, for details.
0: See, see me for details. Until next week, he's been Aaron to infinity, and I've been Scott. You couldn't even. You couldn't even come up with a Rocketeer line. Could you?
1: No, but I, I was doing like Buzz Lightyear okay. as like a nod to the Rocketeer. Is that what it was? Yeah, it was totally like Buzz Lightyear, like when he bounces off the ball and it's like he doesn't really have any powers, but he kind of does because he is flying. It's not that he's not flying, it was really a Buzz Lightyear Rocketeer. Yeah, sort but of Buzz mashup.
0: Lightyear doesn't fly. The Rocketeer actually flies.
1: Totally. But Buzz Lightyear does fly. No,
0: but he doesn't but fly. But for those seconds he when he's... He <laughs> with style. They must acknowledge that.
1: Right. But walking is falling with, falling with style without ever fully committing to the fall. I think walking is running very slowly. Yeah. I think walking is falling without commitment.
0: This isn't running, Woody. <laughs> yeah. It's walking very slow. You have I to follow
1: it up. About. The Rock is Who is a great rocketeer podcast
0: name, though. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. You'll find a host. Also a great rockabilly uh, tribute band.
1: Yep. Yeah. Or Billy Joel tribute band. Or Billy Joe Armstrong. Or Billy Corgan. It's uh, Smashing Pumpkins. He's the lead singer of Smashing Pumpkins, yeah, he right? Is. Okay, yeah.
0: woo! Yeah, you got
1: it. We'll see you, you next week. It. See you All next right. week. Yeah, bye. Okay, bye. 556. <laughs> Look at that. We're from
2: Walt Disney's Magic Kingdom Disneyland is growing every day. This Saturday night. Now there are more new rides.